Hey, Peter. Hey, man. I'm not talking about the game. I'm talking about practice. Let's talk about some practice. I'm not talking about the game. I'm talking about practice. Talk about practice. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Why are we speaking so softly? I don't know. It's the end of the day. <laughs> we've been podcasting our tails off. Even though now it's Tuesday. It's been like five days we've been sitting in here. It's not really Tuesday for us. We have the same clothes off. We got the old days. Forester going. We did get the old Forester. Big shout out to the... I've, I have the feeling this is actually... Uh, is this your trash pile over man, here, dude? This is bad. I'm sorry. We're going to clean up the... Is, is your new intern... When's the intern start? as well? End, End of, of the, the month. month. Oh, man. End of this month. This podcast is going to get dusty. Yeah, dusty. Oh, we got the big dusty episode coming soon. But let's not give that one away. That's uh, going to be fun. I don't know about that dusty one. New York. Okay. <laughs> A lot of those people are still alive. <laughs> okay. Well, well, you'll hear. All right. Okay. So what are we talking about today? Today we have a question from email. Uh, yes, we, st- we do take emails. You can go to openstudiojazz.com. And, no, you can't. No, you can't. What are you talking about? You, you know got to send do? it to Andrew. Oh, yeah. Andrew at OpenStudioNetwork.com. He may not. He's he's kind of moved up in the podcast producer world. So I don't know how much he's actually checking his email <laughs> anymore. But you can try it. Yeah, give you it a shot. Just him and Robin Quivers hanging out. Is that yeah, what we're saying? exactly. So right. uh, we'll see. Uh, today, we were talking about practice routine. Uh, yep. We have an email from Jacob. Jacob writes, hey, Peter and Adam, love the podcast. It's been really helpful. One thing that I struggle with is keeping a practice routine. How do you build a routine, like an hour or something, that covers all the bases? What do you practice when pressed for time? Thanks, Jacob. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Jacob, we've covered this many times, and we get asked this still on a regular basis, and that's yeah. how we know that it's really important. And we really can't talk about practice or developing a practice routine enough because it's fundamentally one of the most important things to improving your playing. Yeah, and we like to say we put the fun in dementals. <laughs> okay, no, we don't. Anyway. The but mental it, in <laughs> We put fun in mental. No, but the yeah, I mean, the thing about this is – I'm I'm really happy about this this question because I remember when I struggled with the same question. Yeah. So it's always fun, like when and it's not that I've mastered the practice routine or anything. No, never. But I think it is the thing that the more time you spend with it, the more successful you become with your ability to to basically you know execute productive practice. The more like anything, it just sort of becomes automatic. So it's kind of like you know, when, have you ever skied before? Like yeah. on okay, yeah. You know how like when you first learning, it's like how do you put the, the equipment and all this kind of stuff? And then once you know how to ski, you just kind of put the stuff on and go, things that you never think about before. Yeah. And I think that that's very much with the practice routine. Like, I never worry about if I have an hour, like, what am I going to practice? Oh, for sure. I mean, I've already got a priority list going, and I can just kind of sit down and know that I'm going to be productive. But I do remember the, the, the kind of chronology to get to that point. So I think we can kind of help a little bit. Um, I think it's very important what you're saying here, and I just want to reiterate that yeah. that first thing first, Jacob, you are not alone in this. Every musician. You are not alone. You're making fun of my empathy here, man. Come on, I'm trying to get no, in there no, with you. Keep Jacob. talking, man. I'm no, a little background for you. You are not alone. I will be. Wait, now you got that song <laughs> on my head. It's no, a great song. Uh, no, every musician who has a great practice routine has at one time wondered what to practice yeah. or how long to practice or any of these questions that we get all the time. So it is something that uh, everybody deals with and we're still dealing with. And it's just a lifelong thing. It's part of. Part of the the gig is yeah. working on the practice. And know? I think that within your question, you've actually answered a big part of it or you're already on to something. How do you build a routine? Mm. That's how, you know, build 
like, you know, a routine, I think is very similar to a habit. It's not exactly the same thing, but I think a routine is like a combination of several things, but, but most of them are kind of habits. Yeah. And so like a routine can become a combination of habits that you develop. And really a habit is something that you do, you know, in this case, would, we would probably measure day by day. Mm-hmm. So like once you get into the habit of practicing certain things, it becomes part of your routine. And then it becomes routine. Yeah. Like where you just kind of sit down like, oh, I'm going to do this. It's like brushing your teeth or flossing or whatever. And then you fall off for a day, but you make sure you don't fall off for two days. That's one of the most important things I think about building a routine is that you never let two days go by where you don't hit that routine. Now you might not, you're talking about an hour and I like that as a place to start as far as building that routine. But we've talked about before, I love this concept of having a percentage of time that you're practicing different things and keeping it simple too. So it might be 25, 25, 25, 25, where it's like 25% technical work. That would be like scales and and Hannon or whatever, you know, if you're a trumpet player or the, whatever that crazy stuff they do, Arbins and stuff. Yeah. Really just technical and then 25% repertoire. Yeah. And then 25% learning a solo and then maybe 25% ear training. Totally. Or, you know, and then there's other things you can bring in. But you're saying then what if you have two hours all of a sudden? You think you have an hour to practice, but you're like, wow, I was supposed to teach a lesson and my student didn't show up. Yeah. So now you can kind of double up everything. So as opposed to saying I'm going to do 15 minutes of this or 20 minutes, I like to think about the percentage. Now, that gets tricky if you've only got 10 minutes. What are you going to do, two, yeah. two and a half minutes maybe? Yeah. Or you might have to drop something off. But I think as long as you have at least 30 or 40 minutes or even 20 minutes to practice, you can certainly get through three or four different things. I think that's true. Yeah. Let's circle back to the beginning of that point, though, which I think is a pillar of this, and that is, is developing the routine. You yeah. know, And you mentioned not going more than two days. And I think the key to developing this routine is, is finding – a routine that you can keep. That's the one that's the best. Right. Whatever is the routine that you can keep, that's the one that works. Yeah. Like, so uh, for me, and I've talked about this a lot, uh, I saw a lot of growth when I switched my routine to first thing in the morning. Uh-huh. Like before I do anything else, I head to the piano and I spend at least half an hour, most days an hour. Staring at it. Staring at it, crying then, <laughs> a little bit. And then I... Uh, Stroke it, yeah, love it. <laughs> I, I procrastinate on emails for a while and then I play 10 minutes. No, no, no. But I do, for me, early morning before uh, too much stuff gets in the brain yeah. and I get too tired or whatever, it's perfect time for me. And, and it's the one that's worked the best, right? Yeah. And so, you know, at one point in my life, it was late, late at night. Yeah. You know, so it's like whatever can work for your daily human routine that's the one that you want to approach. That may be the most important part of developing a routine, actually, and like um, making it convenient in For a sure. way. Like, you know, talking about what to practice during that time. Of course, that's important. But just being in a routine as far as being at the instrument for an hour a day, mm-hmm. like the more you do to make that easy to, you know, make your practice area pleasant make it like clean or whatever makes put a plant there put a a bottle of whiskey whatever you have to do to make it like i want to be there it's yeah. kind of like you it's know, your studio man yeah it's what you yeah what you, i do a thing when i'm um like on the road especially like if i know i gotta i want to work out or go for a run and it's gonna be like i gotta get up earlier than i wanted to or it's gonna be kind of difficult like i try to make everything i mean look you got to get up early to do that if that's when you want to do it that's mm-hmm. always going to be hard yeah even if you're in the in the r- routine of it but make everything out so you can't control the clock or like say you're going to bed at two and you got to get up at six to go for a run like you can't turn back the turn back the hands of time you can't do that unless you're sure that share that was share I don't think that's how that song goes. Well, <laughs> I was sharing a little. I was I'm sharing scared. a little. I couldn't remember it. Sorry. If I could. T- oh, there okay. it is. That anyway, is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but 
like what can you control and make it more convenient? Yeah. You know, put 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 out your clothes. Like, like remove every other excuse or impediment. Yeah. So that once you're like, well, I might as well do it. It's easy. It's here. And then you start to get into the habit of it. You get in the rhythm. And then you're like, whatever, I'm doing it. So like you, you know, you're going to the instrument in the morning. Then you can kind of go next level and be like, let me optimize my time For and sure. really do this stuff maybe in an order that works well because you can also maximize that hour. Yeah. Like you want to have a flow to your practice that really maximizes and that also gives flexibility if you get to go to two hours or four hours or whatever and those nice little surprises come up. You don't want to be limited to that hour either. That's really good. And and something that I want to get back to about what you were saying with the percentages. Yeah. Because Jacob kind of says, uh, he alludes to how do you build a routine yeah. that covers all the bases. Well, and you can't cover all the bases. You can't. That, yeah, you first of all, to. you don't need to. Not every day. The, the fastest way to get close to that is your percentage thing. Yeah. Because you could at least cover some of the things, that, like a, a broad a broad range of things. But I will say that like that's one way to do it. And you could do that for weeks, if not months, if not years. Yeah. Um, but you might burn out on that way. Right. And sometimes you might just want to take an hour and just play a tune for an hour yeah. and see what happens. That's right. Or do two things or maybe not even have a plan. But the idea is, is that when you start getting burnt out, like, oh, I don't really feel like heading the piano today because I don't feel like doing 20 minutes of scales and 20 minutes or whatever. Right. Do something else. Switch Absolutely. it up. You, you know, that's the, the beauty of self-practice is that we can kind of be our own coach. And when is there any other way to practice than well, self? Yeah, you can group <laughs> practice. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, well, if you're like in sports. Like, is that legal in every state? I don't, I don't think know. so. <laughs> um, but but don't feel beholden to any one way to practice. Right. Um, well, they, you know what's great about that, too, is something that I believe deeply and was really ingrained in me by some great teachers, really kind of started with my parents, is that the most important thing about a practice routine is time at your instrument, time holding your instrument, time, right. you know, yes, of course you want to be doing the right thing and that will come. Like you have to have faith. Like that's what I was talking about at the very beginning. Like once you've done this a lot, it becomes easy to optimize and like do the, the right thing that you need to do at the time because you're just kind of in the habit. It's like if you go to the gym all the time, you sort of know just because you know your body so well. Today I got to do shoulders. You don't have to think about it and have an app to tell you all that. You just know it. But at the beginning, you got to kind of be told that. But regardless, it's like it's just like you know with the running thing. People are like, well, what equipment? Like they, everyone wants to get all these impediments to actually just being out there running. It's time on the road, man. Like, just go out there barefoot. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, you suck. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter what kind of <laughs> shoes you have. You're not Elliot Kipchoge. Well, you got to have the best shoes anyway. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Wait for that. For you know, like. So time at the instrument is the most important. So that should give you kind of a little bit of a relaxed thing. Like the routine is just being like you're in the routine of being at your instrument every day. Yeah. And then look, and and then I think the other part that's, that, that is, is more important than any of this other stuff is don't let two days go because then you start to, that's when it gets to be easy, I've found, to lose a routine. Agreed. You know, um, you know one day things are going to happen and – Try not to even let one day go, but if one day does, don't get down in the dumps or be like, I'm throwing everything out. I got to go read a new book before I can get back going. No, no. Get back on the horse the next day. Agreed. Yeah. Okay, so let's cover the what do we practice because I think this is another pillar. And, and Ooh, the, the is that real, another episode or is that it? Okay. No, I mean, we can, I can get uh, through it quickly because I just want to talk a little bit about a pillar of, of practice or really a pillar of learning, yeah. and that's curiosity. Mm. And when I mean curiosity, I mean when I say I'm curious curiosity. to hear what you're going to say right now. When I say curiosity, I mean just just asking questions like what should I practice can lead to some real breakthroughs in your in your practice routine. We have always advocated and I know you and I both do this is we keep a a journal, a practice journal of of ideas uh, for us to practice of yep. maybe tunes we want to learn, yep. of compositional ideas we want to um, flesh out. 
all these things can be really important that when you get in the practice uh, room, you're not like, oh, what do I practice? Right. You, you have a plan. Right. You know, you can map out that percentages, like you said, or you could say like, oh, you know what? I haven't just done like performance practice in a while and I have it written down. I need to practice performing solar or whatever it is, you know. That can be a game changer. Right. Well, and I think, too, that kind of speaks to the like having a plan, having a log, whatever. Uh, well, first of all, you said curiosity. Let's remember curiosity killed the cat. I was wondering why there's a cat on the yeah, trailer car right now. Curiosity did kill the cat. Let's not forget that. But anyway, no, no, no. But but having a um, some ideas ready, a catalog of things that you want to practice. That's the same thing of just kind of making the practice convenient so that you never do. I mean, I'm reiterating now, but it's the same thing of like, have your workout clothes ready to go, put your workout clothes on before you go to bed. So when you get up, you're like, Oh, I don't feel like, Oh, I'm already in my clothes. Well, let's just go, you know? So, because that's the other thing, like, you know, we haven't hit on the dark side of the routine. There's going to be some days when you're not, it's not all, you know, unicorns and, and um, rainbows. (laughs) Yeah. But if you can focus in on that, it's the routine. I'm, I'm putting the time in. I'm going like there's going to be ups and downs. Tomorrow's going to be better. But if you have some of those maintenance things, maybe those more mundane things, catalog, ready to go, it's going to make it so much more convenient for you to keep that routine. One last thing before we go, because yep. it's about time to go. Uh, two things that I think you got to put because in. Because we're working nine to five and, and we get this job done. Okay. Sorry. And it's 4.56. Yeah. No, um, so a couple of things that I think are really important and yeah. we talk about before, but I think is important enough to reiterate. Don't practice just things that you know really well. Mm. You know, don't ever practice them. Don't possible. ever practice things that you know. No practice. Unless things. you just want to stay the same. Right. The okay. only way to get better is to practice things that you're not good at. Yeah, you have to is hard. push yourself to a place where you're not comfortable. And that's where you eventually get comfortable with things you're not good at. And that's the only way to get better. So yeah. always make sure that you have your eye on the prize as far as like, I'm, I'm practicing things that I can't do. Right. Quite yet that it's it's just out of reach. Not yeah. not super super hard. Like yeah. not like like don't put it like the Rachmaninoff you know prelude number whatever and, yeah. and expect like oh I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. Do something that's just that's out within, of reach. Right. It's a still key, within your grasp, but you got to reach for a tune. Yeah. Uh, and but it can be a technique too. A so technique. You could yeah. be practicing major scales, and you might be like, well, I already know those, so I don't need to practice them. Practice them with a certain attention to your sound or to your dexterity or to your articulation. There's all like that's one area where I think people don't go enough back to the basics because they're like, I know that. And you're saying practice stuff that challenges me. Challenge yourself over a major scale. Practice over five octaves. Reach. Contrary. Okay, can I get an amen from amen. The, the choir? Andrew, are you in church? Okay. Okay, he's not there. Okay. This was rolling into my next thing, which was yep. like those those things that you are just those out of who reach. Teach, preach. <laughs> those oh, no, those concepts that you can't quite do yet don't have to be super fast, blah blah blah. No. They could be fundamentals and should be fundamentals. You know, like take a cue from professional athletes. Yeah. The best professional eth- professional athletes in the world still practice fundamentals every day. They're just trying to get as close to perfect with them as because they they're can. mental. They're putting the fun in the mentals. Okay. Come on, man. Uh, you know, it, so you ha- you ask me here, like, uh, what do you practice when you're pressed for time? You ask us. Uh, you know, a lot of times I'll do the chromatic scale slowly yeah. mm. just because it's a fundamental. I try to control it. as Call to practice. Try to control oh. it as much as I can. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's a centering thing. You try to have as much control over something very basic. And yeah. It's actually really hard to do. And that's another area, like, when you b- take it back to basics, still challenging yourself for how focused. It's almost a meditative thing. We've talked about this in that... You know, that becomes a little bit more instinctual in terms of you know when you need that as part of your practice routine. Just like you know when there's a time 
when it's needed to practice performing. Maybe you've got a bunch of gigs coming up and you're feeling like you've got your technical stuff, you've got your tunes together, like you're almost backloaded yeah. with the chops and the knowledge, but now you need to you need to practice getting ready for actually doing it. Maybe it's solo piano, maybe it's like big, maybe it's something you're not used to doing, whatever. So it's like you gotta be in tune with yourself, just like you're in tune with your body as an athlete. We're in tune with the mind of an improviser and all those kind of things to sort of start to know. But don't worry like about this stuff too. I mean like this will come. Yeah. That's kind of like next level stuff. If you get a little bit of this each day, that's fine. Yeah, keep the journal. Yeah, keep yeah. the journey and yeah. keep on the journey. And listen to Journey. Love that band. Uh, and uh, until tomorrow, you'll hear it. Okay. 